Hi, and welcome to Where's Her Oscar, the podcast where we dive into the filmographies of actresses that haven't won an Academy Award and see how close they came to winning one. I'm your host, V, and I'm here with my co-host, Millie. Hi. And today, we have another guest, because apparently we're on a guest role, <laughs> um, Alexa. Hi. Okay, so Alexa, every time we have someone on, we have them talk a little bit about their history with Amy Adams and, you know, just... Um, What's the first movies you saw her in with? Good. In um, how much you like her. (laughs) Just stuff like that. Okay. So me and Amy Adams, you know, we don't really have a complex lore. Like I saw her in Enchanted and what's that other one? Um, Night at the Museum. And then I was just kind of like aware of her, like kind of just like one of those names that you just recognize. And then I saw her in American Hustle like a few years later and then I watched Sharp Objects and got obsessed with it and then I kind of like started working my way through her filmography and she is like one of my best friends like I love Amy Adams. (laughs) So So, would you say you are a low Amy Adams enjoyer, an average Amy Adams enjoyer, or a high Amy Adams enjoyer? I think I'm high but like for my standards, like I don't know, like like average <laughs> for my standards, but like for the general public, like high. <laughs> yeah, I think you know I've been like really thinking about it, and I think I would put myself an average, not average, like in my standards, but average. I think I like Amy Adams as much as everyone else likes Amy Adams, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, like the average, the film Twitter average for Amy Adams is quite high. Yeah. Like, in comparison with other actresses, her, uh, her contemporaries, right? Anyway, today we're talking about a movie, not about <laughs> film Twitter, although I'm sure this discussion will delve into that. Oh, yeah. Um, we are talking about David O. Russell's 2013 movie, American Hustle, starring Amy Adams, Christian Bale, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm really blanking out. I should have this pulled up. Uh, <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Who in this cast? Bradley Cooper. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yes. I think Louis, this this movie is like full of problematic men. Yeah. Which, uh, like, just we're gonna be talking about um, David O. Russell significantly because this Ugh. is obviously his movie, and I think it's his most successful movie at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to say, like, I think all of us are aware of the allegations against him, and we're not like condoning him as a person, but I think he has a pretty strong history with Oscars. And this movie is the way it is, like, largely because of David O. Russell. And I think it's just, it would be weird to just not talk about him in a movie mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Amy Adams nominated for. So it's, we're not, like, we're not going to be, like, David O. Russell gross at every moment because that's redundant. But, like, we, I don't want people to listen to this episode and think that we're, like, I don't know, condoning his actions or making yeah, excuses for them. Not, anyway, yeah. on a lighter note. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh... uh Millie has the unenviable task of (laughs) summarizing the plot of this movie. Oh, good luck. Yeah, yeah, so I will give it my best shot. Okay, so Christian Bale plays Irving and Amy plays Sydney slash Edith. They form a kind of uh, a con duo. They are like loan sharks and they sell fake art and then they get found out by Bradley's character who works for the FBI 
And instead of going to jail, I guess, um, they're forced to work undercover for the FBI. And, um, yeah, so they become part of an operation to, I guess, ensnare um, Jeremy Renner's character, who is the mayor of New Jersey. And that's kind of... New Jersey represent? Generally, (laughs) yeah. That's kind of generally the plot, but, like, uh, this film is just a mess, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alexa, from what I'm aware of, you like this movie. I do like it. Like, I'm gonna say right now, it's it caters to me. So, like, I really like it, but I'm aware that a lot of people don't, and I'm not, like, mad about it, really. Like, I, I just like it. I can't help it. So, um, American Hustle exists, in my mind, on a spectrum. Um, and on one end of that spectrum is American Hustle, and on the other end of that spectrum is Bohemian Rhapsody. And Bohemian oh. Rhapsody is, like, absolutely, like, a worse film. Like, I'm not saying... Mm. like they're at the same level but bohemian rhapsody is a movie whose plot i understand whose like themes i understand but it's truly in every other way one of the one of the worst movies i've ever seen my entire life (laughs) the acting the direction Mm -hmm. literally every aspect of the movie is terrible right yeah and then you have american hustle which is shot beautifully great performances love the direction have absolutely no idea what's going on exactly <laughs> at any given moment yeah. i watched this movie and it, okay i'm big fan of no plot just vibes movies <laughs> but this is not that movie like it's not yeah. it's not like there's a plot i don't know what that plot is i watched this movie twice i read the wikipedia summary i could mm-hmm. not tell you what's going on anyway, you know when people I just say need to get like, that out there. there's there's uh style over substance I don't think this movie is style over substance. I think there's too much of both. Like, there's so much going (laughs) on. Like, it's not, like, hollow. It's just so dense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's like, two and a half hours long, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's long, yeah. (laughs) I feel like a lot happens, Um, but, like, also not a lot happens. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's... Yeah. I think the pacing of the film is really, like... uh, It's just, like so slow it's so boring like i lo- like today when i was watching it i was like how much is left and it was over an hour and i was like what how is there over an hour left of this film oh god it was just so boring like they could have really cut a lot out i feel like if they got rid of like 30 minutes 40 minutes a push like just speed it up guys you know it doesn't need to be this like <laughs> drawn out I don't know. Yeah. It really feels like so, it's like a director's movie. Like he it feels yeah. like it was like a personal project that he just wanted to like I don't know, do all his like whatever guilty pleasures, like everything he wanted to do and somehow it ended up like being seen by people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, interestingly, David O. Russell was called on to this project. He didn't originally write oh, the script. Hmm. Um, he was called on to it after, who dropped out? Uh, oh, I think it was, what's his name? Matt Damon dropped out? Sorry, I have the Wikipedia pulled Matt up. Damon? Really close for, it's Matt Damon? Matt Damon's the guy who directed Goodwill Hunting, right? That's, right? He did? <laughs> I, 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 no, Matt Damon, I Matt no Damon's a He was actor. in it, wasn't he? Yeah, Matt he was an Damon actor. wrote Good. Who am I thinking of? It's it's an Didn't actor. Didn't he I'm write pretty... something though? Like I I know what you're talking about. Um, 
Uh, uh, da, 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 da. No. Uh, oh, he. Production. Oh my god, he did. He wrote the screenplay for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, did okay, he write sorry. with Ben Affleck Not, or something? I didn't yeah, know that. That's who I meant. Wow. Ben okay. Affleck was set to direct this. Uh, and it was written by Charles Roven and Richard Suckle. Okay. okay. Those words mean nothing. Close to enough. Me. They're like adjacent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and, uh,. But then Ben Affleck was like, psych, I'm not doing it. So David O. Russell signed on. Also, Ben Affleck and David O. Russell, like, truly, could they not have chosen nice people? <laughs> <laughs> like, this movie is so cursed, if you, like, really think about it. Um, yeah, I anyway, don't even so David know Russell, all the story, but I know it's bad. <laughs> like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, I didn't go too deep into it, which is a little bit um, surprising for me, because I usually do. But yeah. anyway, David O. Russell signed on. And then he rewrote the screenplay, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I guess, then he made it his own beast. Um, but originally, it wasn't his. It's not his, like, idea, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's not, like, his um, his love child project. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen any other David or Russell projects? Didn't he um, make um, Joy and that other Silver Linings playbook? Was that him? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, yes. I've seen uh, Silver Linings. Was he I Heart Huckabees? Or is that somebody else? Yes. Okay, I've seen that. that. Was, he was... Okay. So, what would you say your favorite David O. Russell project is? <laughs> this one? <laughs> Actually, no. Silver Linings. Silver Linings. Interesting. Mm, yeah, I've only seen... Out of his director, directorial... No, that's not what direct you know what I mean the ones that he's directed <laughs> I've only seen uh, American Hustle and Silver Linings and I don't know I know everyone loves Silver Linings playbook but I also found that quite boring um <laughs> sorry so um yeah I don't know I, I think I prefer American Hustle just for Amy's sake <laughs> mm-hmm. to be honest but yeah I mean it's interesting because he has my favorite project, by the way, is I Heart Huckabees. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I feel like I Heart Huckabees has like no awards, anything, um, which is such a shame because Naomi Watts is so good on it. When we do our Naomi's Watts season, which is at this point inevitable, <laughs> we will be talking about it. But I think um, like that movie has absolutely the plot. There's no plot in that movie. Yeah, I don't right? get it. Or, <laughs> It's a paper-thin plot. Like, most of that movie is just people going around and doing stuff for the sake of doing stuff. Anyway, this is not an I Heart Huckabees podcast. Oh, it's I Heart Huckabees. Sorry to interject. Is I Heart Huckabees the one with that scene where where Lily Tomlin is, like, just going off on one? Like, the the behind-the-scenes video? Yes, that is the movie. Okay, okay. Um, quick, since we're already here. Uh, <laughs> the fact that Lily Tomlin was, like, actually, we were, we were, like, really chill, me and David O. Russell, and then she did a movie with him, like, not right after, but, like, a, like significantly after, is truly, there's a lot to unpack there. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think a lot of his earlier work is, leans much more into no plot, just vibes, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't, we haven't watched The Fighter yet. Um, and I've seen Silver Linings, uh, and I've seen, obviously, American Hustle, but I feel like his later work, the work that's really popular with Oscar voters, which is why, like, 8 million people have signed on to his next movie, 
um, is like much more plot heavy. But I feel like for me, that doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it movies just gets... that have no plot, so I'm biased. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, I don't know. It's just, I get really confused. And because of that, I get really bored. Because I'm just mm. bored of trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. what, what I'm supposed to be paying attention to. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt really dumb watching American Hustle because I'm just like, I've lost... I've lost kind of what's happening. Like, you know, with the the mayor, I'm like, why are they doing this to him? Like, he seems like a good guy, but they, like, purposefully kind of entrap him in this, like, Mm -hmm. shady deal. And I'm like, because it's never implied that he's a bad guy before they do this. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, why are they doing it? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me, but maybe maybe I missed something crucial and just completely misunderstood the film i don't know (laughs) i think um i think because um none of us are american like i think there's um some sort of like political background thing to this movie that i don't understand like they mention it briefly something about like the presidents and i'm pretty sure there's like some stuff we're supposed to know but but i like i don't at least because i don't know really much about american history i think that kind of comes into it like something about corrupt politicians or something like there's some sort of context that I'm missing. So, I am Canadian, but I do live in New Jersey. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I still don't get it. But also, like, <laughs> I'm not the best person to ask anything about history to. That's that mm-hmm. was in English, but um, so I'm like I I don't I don't really get it. I think I think like if I'm really grasping at straws here, I think the idea is that. The fact that he's willing to um, go and wire money. I don't even understand the scheme, yeah, if I'm being completely okay. honest. Okay. <laughs> you want me to explain it? Sure. <laughs> so I've seen this movie like a million times because whatever, I don't know. I'm weird. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I still like have issues with it. But this is what I understand now on my like seventh viewing. So okay. <laughs> they are... The um the mayor wasn't actually corrupt. Like he he wasn't a bad person before this. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Cooper's character, the only reason he's like doing all this stuff is because he wants a promotion and he wants fame. Like he doesn't actually care. So he okay. sets up this scheme and he wants to trick the mayor so he can be in the papers for like, oh, exposing a corrupt politician when really the he wasn't actually willfully corrupt. So that's the whole scheme, and that's why Irving is, like, bothered by it, because he considers himself, like, a good person. So, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot simpler than whatever the movie's trying to Mm -hmm. do. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Wait, when was this? What, like, the 70s? Yeah, it's uh, Mm -hmm. 78 or something, like, late 70s. Interesting. I don't know. A lot of- I've consumed a lot of media in the past week that's about, like, entrapment. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just, like, purely coincidental because I was um, listening to a podcast about this guy that was, uh, like, he was put on trial for drug trafficking, but then it turns out the police were, like, essentially the same thing. The police were, like, we want the public to know that we're on top of hard crime, so we're going to, like, uh, what do you call it? Arrest this high-profile businessman for drug trafficking, but it was really interesting to um. And then, um And then he watched the trial of Chicago 7. Um. Uh, yesterday just a movie um mm-hmm. that sure was a movie 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... This movie did really... Okay, what's surprising to me about American Hustle is that, like, I watched it, and a lot of, like, the other people I know that have watched it have been, like, this movie is, like, fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone, like, hates it. I'm sure a few people do. (laughs) But no one I've... Like, most people find it either fine or mediocre. Yeah. But, like, critics loved this movie. Yeah. I can see Mm -hmm. that. Because it's, like, a... There's so much, like, movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so, like, an (laughs) actor's movie. Like, there's all these, like... Yeah. And they're, like... There's, like, so much script and stuff, like... That sounds really like meaningless, but you know what I mean. It's like showy. It's like <laughs> I know exactly baby. what you mean. Yeah, um, and it made a lot of money, but also like like especially after like almost a year into quarantine, I too would pay twenty <laughs> bucks to sit um, in an air conditioned movie theater for two and a half hours and just watch Amy Adams do a terrible British accent. Oh my god! True. Um, oh was, yeah, <laughs> her sir for that. The like, <laughs> oh, oh. okay. So do we think she was? Do, do we think she was given the directive to just do a British accent? Or do you think that she was given the directive to do a bad British accent? A bad um, one. I feel yeah, like, well, I don't one. know. I, I feel, feel like, like Amy kind Adams of can probably do one if she, yeah. like... If she had, like, accent training? Well, she's Amy Adams. Like, I just have faith in her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> to just do one? True. Yeah. I was just really thinking about it. I was like, is, is this what Amy Adams thinks that her off-the-fly <laughs> British accent is, or is she purposely being bad? I feel like that's what I was thinking about while watching this movie, which is probably why I <laughs> don't un- really understand the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's kind of bad on purpose. I don't know. It's really not convincing. Like, it's clearly not her real accent, but then, <laughs> I don't know, like, back in the 70s, would Americans really kind of, you know notice i don't know i don't even know know it's it's kind of a mix it's kind of a mix between american and english Mm -hmm. like there's part of which i'm like she just sounds american like but she's being british like edith the british character um yeah it's quite funny (laughs) (laughs) uh her range unmatched has she ever played british before i don't think yeah i was trying to think of other accents she's done like the other, I mean, she's done like just different regional American accents, but I can't think of anything else that she's done. Like, I don't think she's played English or British before. Mm-hmm. That Which is I interesting. Think of. I feel like most most people have a point where they do. Yeah. <laughs> play. Um, but yeah. she she's an accent girl. She mm-hmm. does accents a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on her in this movie? Um, I think she was good. Like she always is. But I don't think she ever had a chance of winning that Oscar. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I agree. I like her in this movie. Yeah. I like her more on second watch. No, mm. actually, I think I like her the same. I liked Jennifer more- Lawrence more on second watch than I liked mm-hmm. her on first watch. Um, she, can we talk about her when we get a chance? Because I have some things to say. Yeah, about yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's let's finish up our Amy Adams discussion. Yeah, <laughs> on the Amy Adams podcast. But yeah. I think Amy Adams is doing so much. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like she's very much in her element here, um, mm-hmm. which is her like enchanted the Muppets, that sort of element where she's playing like very very big, um, and it really really works in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love the costumes. Just have to yeah. say, she yeah. looks amazing in this. She film. looks really good. Yeah, but I also think that this character is terrible. 
like just in the way it's written and that she's doing like 90 percent of the work for this character you know mm-hmm. that's true you kind like, of don't have a clear understanding of anything about her motivations like it's kind of up yeah. in the air the whole time which is probably the point right. but yeah but amy adams and her determination um leads to a like, it's not a lot of depth, but it's definitely more depth than they had originally mm-hmm. in the script. Um, and so let's talk about our another, the other ensemble queen, Jennifer Lawrence, who is in this movie for, it's like a significant amount, but in my mind, she's always like, not in this movie. <laughs> like, she is, yeah. but like, it's a, it's a very much a supporting role. Mm-hmm. So honestly, she is so miscast. Like, I really, really like it. But she was, like, 21, and she's supposed to be the jaded wife and mother of Christian Bale, who was, like, 50 or something. Like, it's insane that she's really? in this movie. Yeah. Like, well, maybe not, but you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, middle age. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. She's at least 30. <laughs> yeah, she's... Yeah. Yeah. And then, because I was thinking about it in the context, because I didn't watch this movie when it came out. And, like, this mm-hmm. was when she was just known for, like, uh, like the Hunger Games. So, like, imagine being, like, a Academy voter or whatever and seeing, like, the teenage heroine girl. It, heroine as in, like, you know, book character. Uh, in, <laughs> in this, like, <laughs> awards movie as, like, the, like, yeah, the, like, damaged mother. Like, it makes me laugh every time I think about it. But I think she ate this role up. She really did. She's really good. Um, and I think I, I enjoyed her more in the second watch because I could just be like, okay, whatever. She's 21. I don't really, you know, care. Mm-hmm. But she is so <laughs> miscast, especially when she's up against Amy Adams. Because Amy Adams, like, mm-hmm. Amy Adams looks really, really young, but she has that sort of intangible, like, weatherness. I'm just saying words right no, now. No, I know what you but, mean. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, you, you, she has the vibe mm-hmm. of someone who is their age yeah <laughs> Jennifer been Lawrence, through some stuff yeah jennifer lawrence has not been able to shake that off for this role yeah she's like i don't know which and I, is like i was tr- go ahead sorry you can go okay you can go <laughs> which is why i think people uh, from what i've seen because i like pay attention to what people say about this movie it's pretty polarizing from what i've seen yeah. a lot of people like really don't like that character and they think they like pretty much underestimate her when honestly, like, the movie actually shows you that she is smarter than they all give her credit for. Like, she's not actually just, like, like high all the time and out of her mind. But I think it's literally because it's Jennifer Lawrence's face that you kind of, like, brush her off. Like, it's very weird. I don't really get how they made that choice, but I'm glad they did. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out that uh, prior to American Hustle... She had been in Winter's Bone, which she had a nomination for, mm-hmm. and she'd won her Oscar for Silver Lining. She favorite. had? Okay, um, I I yeah. lie on her name. Fuck. Oops, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oops. So that that's not that's <laughs> less surprising that she got a nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think David or Russell and Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not I'm not like a fan of Silver Lining's playbook. Um, for several reasons that I don't have the time to get into. But I feel like they have a really weird partnership in film. I don't know if I necessarily, if it necessarily works for me. Mm. Like, why? I feel like, to me, the way it comes across to me is that he 
has these movies that he wants to make and he wants to work with Jennifer Lawrence. And instead of changing the character so that they fit Jennifer Lawrence, he just puts her in the role and like leaves her to do whatever, like (laughs) leaves her to figure it out, you know? Mm. Because the Silver Linings playbook character, I know she won her Oscar for it, but it's also another character that's like, she was too young to play, like Mm -hmm. rationally. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's like she doesn't have um, like I'm not saying that she's like immature, but I mean, at 21, like yeah, you are a bit immature. Like to play these roles, like I'm not saying that she mm-hmm. couldn't have the depth to like bring, um, I don't know, just like an authenticity to them. But like in in American Hustle, she's very like almost childish, you know, like the way she approaches the yeah. character. It's very just, Mm -hmm. like, loud and over the top. And I get that that's part of what the character is. But I feel like someone like Amy, like, she would bring, like, subtlety to it as well. Like, um... uh, I'm trying to think of, like, something to compare it to. Like, just more of a a kind of melancholy. Like, to kind of balance out the, the craziness of the character. I think that's kind of what it needed to be more well-rounded. But, I mean, I quite like the character. I would say that the women in American Hustle are the best part of it. Like, they Mm -hmm. keep it from being just completely boring, you know? Um, But, yeah, I just... I feel like it's not very well fleshed out for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think for me with Jennifer Lawrence in this role is that the character is very childlike. But I think that... Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be, in the way that it's written, it's supposed to be ironic, right? It's that this mm. middle-aged woman is, like, so immature and childlike. But when you get Jennifer Lawrence to be in that role, then it just seems like she's playing it as a child, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. like, I don't think this is actually Jennifer Lawrence's fault. I think mm. they just didn't think through <laughs> the way yeah. this would look. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it sucks for her. I think, I'm not the biggest Jennifer Lawrence fan, um... I haven't seen Mother, so <laughs> keep that in mind. Uh, and I think a lot of it is because of David O. Russell. <laughs> yeah. Like, because her, the Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, and then Joy, all roles that I don't think she's particularly suited to. Like, all, not back-to-back, but very, actually, sort of back-to-back. I don't know. I just think that it's a con- it's a combination of a lot of things that just makes me feel not particularly open to her as an actress. Um I don't know. She needs to come back with another indie. Yeah, like, she does. Because she's great in Winter's Bone, like, really great. Yeah. Yeah. So she can do that kind of, like, she can play more mature roles. Um, yeah, I just think this character was lacking a bit, really. Because mm, I don't think it's right. totally her. It's not totally her, because she's... No, it's she not is totally a great actress. It's just... But, um, I think she does yeah. the best she could with it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, for her. Yeah, I do too. Let's briefly talk about the men. Who, honestly, like, I can't tell the actors apart. <laughs> like, in my mind, it's Jeremy Renner, whose face is just unmistakable. Like, it's... Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's the guy with the perm. It's um, the guy with the toupee. And yeah. it's... Yeah. And, it like, that's it. That's all the men... And that's how I differentiate them. I could not... Like, I know we just discussed this, but I literally could not tell you who plays these characters. <laughs> I know Christian Bill is in this movie. Don't know who he plays. Um, uh, yeah, the comb-over is so wild. Like, the hair in this film... Like, Amy's hair looks great. Like, but the guy's hair is, like... 
okay, like, um, Jeremy Renner has a weird, like, quiff thing going on. Yeah. And then, um, the perm. Oh, so great. I don't know if that was a wig or if it's his actual hair. It kind of looks like a wig sometimes, but I kind of want it to be his real hair, because I think that's funny. Um, I think... So the men, like, I think... Sorry, I keep, yeah, it keeps doing this. I'm such a bad guest. I'm never getting invited back. Um, so I feel like Bradley Cooper, other than Jeremy Renner, like, do we agree that he's kind of, like, irrelevant? Like, he's not, it's nothing special in this movie, or is that just me? Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to agree. Bradley Cooper plays a detective, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, the perm. Yeah, he's the FBI guy. Honestly... I think he's on the same level as Christian Bale, which isn't saying much because, again, I don't really care for the men in this movie. Like, <laughs> okay, let's all quickly rank the four central characters. Not characters, but, like, the cast. So that's Amy Adams, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, and Christian Bale. Uh, Vanessa, uh, good Vanessa. Alexa, since you're the guest, would you like to start? <laughs> um, so we're not including Jeremy Renner? Fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think Amy Adams is my favorite performance. And then uh, I think I really like Christian Bales. Like, I think he has a weird, like a lot of stuff to do kind of, but I really Mm -hmm. love Jennifer Lawrence's like personally, but I think I'll have to say Amy and Christian are the best and then Jennifer and then Bradley. Interesting. Millie, do you want to go? I actually agree, like, with, yeah, all of that. So, like, Amy first and then Christian Bale. Because I think Christian Bale, like, their kind of relationship, Amy and Christian's relationship in this film is quite interesting. And, um, yeah, like, the way they meet. And um, you, I, can't, I kind of found myself rooting for them. Like, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, I want them to end up together, you know? Like, that was part of the film that I kind of got invested in, which is strange. Mm. But, um, yeah, so Amy, Christian, um, Jennifer, and then, um, what's his name? The perm guy. (laughs) Why did I just forget his name? (laughs) Bradley, sorry. Yeah, Bradley last. Um, yeah. Um, I think for me, Jennifer would actually be over Christian Bale. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think Christian Bale is bad. Like, I think he's giving a good performance. I just think he gets a little... I don't know. He's... So, like, Amy Adams, when she's on screen, I'm, like, always hyper-focused on him. <laughs> but Christian Bale, he, like... Sometimes he's not giving it his all, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see also, that. Also, uh, a lot of this movie was apparently improvised. Oh. Allegedly. Hmm. I did not know that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Because, again, as we discussed, this is a very plot-heavy movie. What are they improvising? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, like, yeah, that's weird. Was the hair, the hair thing. You know, when Bradley, like, messes up um, Christian's, like, comb-over oh, thing. Yeah. I love that. I just think that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and he just stands there, like, seething. Um, yeah, that's funny. Like, the opening oh. scene when he's, like, constructing the kind of... The masterpiece of the comb over, like that's just so that's such a funny opening scene. Um, yeah, I wonder if that was that must have been scripted, right? Because it's like a thing. But I'd love if that was improv. That would be so funny. Yeah. I 
like, is this why the movie is the way it is? Because they don't, they didn't have a script. <laughs> they just, yeah, they just like rolled the cameras and were like, just say stuff. This is the general <laughs> plot. Just go for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I and know then- that the kiss between Jennifer Lawrence and Amy Adams was uh, Jennifer's improv. Love that. <laughs> I mean, same well, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> And she took, she saw the t- chance and she took it. She exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> I am not. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not passing up this opportunity. Um, <laughs> I am right now on IMDb trivia. What does that say oh. about me? I'm not sure. But, you know, it's a, this movie has a lot of fun tidbits. Um, Jennifer Lawrence kept eating Doritos on set. And then she would get the Doritos <laughs> on her clothes. So they had to make different... Like they would, ha- they would have to have several copies of the outfits, so that she would always have a clean one to wear. Which is, honestly, if I was a less good person, I would say it was diva behavior. But since I am respectful, honestly, go off Jennifer Lawrence. Like, true, <laughs> yeah. she's living her best life. Um, what else? There was oh right. Uh, I don't understand what David or Russell was yelling at everyone about. Yeah, because if this movie had. If this movie was largely improvised, what is there to be particular about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, there's that famous um, article, I guess. I think it's some sort of interview with Amy Adams. Or maybe it's, um, I think it's an interview. Mm-hmm. But she was like, Amy Adams spent every day crying on set. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is why, yeah. which is, like, obviously is terrible. But it's, like, a weird thing for film Twitter to latch on to. Like, just that one interview. Like, when David or Russell has, like, a, like a long history of... Um, Bad behavior. Bad onset yeah. behavior. But I feel like it's because everyone um, loves Amy and it's she's like, we must protect her. Like, yeah. yeah. David or Russell, it's on site. How dare you? Like, <laughs> um, everyone hates David or Russell until Anya Taylor Joy signs on to his next movie and then it's oh. something. <laughs> and Margot. Isn't Margot in it too? They're both on the same movie. I think they might he's be. Really, oh my god, he's really trying to win film Twitter over. Exactly. Um, but I I don't understand what there was particular to be about this movie. Because this movie feels very... Yeah. I don't know. It just it doesn't feel like... Like, David Fincher or even, like, Aaron Sorkin, you know, or I'm trying to think of other people. Um, Like, is David or Russell an auteur? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about, like, directors to, like, make that distinction. Like, don't they have to have, like, From a really movies. similar style in each movie? To be considered an auteur. I thought auteur was that they're like, they sort of control every aspect of their movie, right? So the writing, the directing, uh, the they have a ver- very like very tight grip on the entire <laughs> production. Gorilla grip um, on the movie. <laughs> that's what I thought auteur meant. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, let's let's name search him on Wikipedia's list of auteurs, which is obviously. The most reliable source. <laughs> List of film auteurs. Um, I mean, Clint Eastwood is on there, which is like the most uh, questionable. David R. Russell is on this list. Um, okay. Again, this doesn't vindicate anything because <laughs> anyone can add anyone to this list. But um, I don't know. This movie feels, first of all, very studio-y. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's meant to please people. So it doesn't feel like... I mean, was he going for prestige? Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird yeah, balance. I don't know either. The because... whole movie is so confused. Like, I could not pin down, like, just one specific vibe. It's so much. Yeah. 
Because I don't think this is like a people pleaser movie. What's it? Mm. Rotten Tomatoes. No, not Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes. What's the... Um, like, I think the top letterbox review for this movie is like, this is a movie that I watched. It had actors <laughs> and it had a script. Okay. So it's a 7.2 on IMDb. Um, a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's critics. What's What does it have on... Come on, load. As a 74% audience score, which is which makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like I think a 74% for the general pub for the general public is like reasonable. Mm-hmm. For a movie that's also two and a half hours long. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was like, what was the point of making this movie? That's like, was it? Not sure. <laughs> Because, I don't know, it doesn't feel like a David O. Russell passion project. Mm. Mm. And it doesn't... Did the studio think that it was going to do really well? Is that... Is that why this movie was made? Like... They must have with that cast. Like... Yeah. I don't know. So, also, the original script, um, which was called American Bullshit, was uh, on the uh, script blacklist, um, which is for the people that don't know is like a list of un un what is it uh i guess unproduced screenplays that um i guess hollywood insiders think are really good and so they every mm. at the end of every year they put them on a list and so this was on one of the okay. one of the this was one of the screenplays on the blacklist good thing i can't speak at all today but um <laughs> yeah so obviously there was interest in it um but I also, like, mm-hmm. I haven't read the original script. Mm-hmm. And the new one, um, the David O. Russell one is much more aligned as a caricature. Whereas from what I've read, I haven't read the script, but I've read, like, people talking about it. The original one is much more of a, like, like almost like a widow's-like thriller. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Much more serious, much more toned down, less goofy. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, this movie toes a very fine line on camp. Like, I don't think it's fully ridiculous, but, like, they could have. I think if they had a worse cast, it would have been just a mess. But I think it would have been... I would have liked it more if it was a mess. True. There's no, like, fun (laughs) aspect. Like, I feel like a lot of heist or, like, con movies, like, there's an aspect of, like, fun, and that's kind of what makes it exciting. But, like, this film is Mm. just, like... It's too drawn out. It's too, like, just slow pace. Like, it's not fun, you know? I think that's, like, why it's just... It's kind of a meh film, you know? It's like, meh. Yeah. It's okay. And it's, yeah. like, the 70s, you know? Like, the 70s is, like, fun. I mean, I will say that I love the soundtrack. I think the soundtrack is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Um, but, yeah, it's just not fun. Like, I mean, the club scene, that's quite fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the bathrooms yeah. scenes, both of those are fun. <laughs> yeah, but generally but, it's just a bit boring, like a bit blah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it has a lot of good peaks, mm-hmm. like a lot of good highs. But when it gets low, it gets really, yeah, <laughs> really, really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- yeah, I like the thing with the I Heart Huckabees, which was David O. Russell's own script, is the fact that that movie also is another movie that doesn't really make sense. But it's a movie that's so insane and everyone is doing so much <laughs> that it works, you know? Because mm-hmm. yeah. then you're just like, let me, I'm just watching this to see, um, like, 
what was it like a department store model naomi watts have a mental breakdown and then become amish you know (laughs) you're just along (laughs) for the ride yeah whereas with american hustle it sort of requires you to have some sort of stake in the plot Mm-hmm. But, like, I have no stake in the plot because I don't understand it. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying the, the same thing over and over again. But that's also, like, the experience of watching this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's... Let's let's move on to, like, the actual Oscar discussion okay. that this movie had. Because it was nominated for 10 Oscars, which is... Yeah. A lot. Insane. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I don't know. He didn't win any of them, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, oh dear. Uh, manifesting that for Promising Young Woman. I'm not actually, I don't even <laughs> want Promising Young Woman to get nominated. So true. Every every week I come on here and I say how much I don't want good things for Promising Young Woman. Good. You're speaking into existence. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone, I don't know. I'm making a lot of enemies at this current moment. Um, <laughs> so, a quick summary of the awards it was nominated for Best Actress. Uh, for Amy Adams, Best Supporting Actress for Jennifer Lawrence, Best Actor for Christian Bale, Best Picture, um, Best Supporting Actor for Bradley Cooper, Best Original Screenplay, Best Director, Best Production Design, Best Film Editing, and Best Costume Design. Wow. I agree with production design. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with costume design. Mm-hmm. I do think, I think we can, I don't know, I think you can say okay for film editing and director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The others are interesting. Yeah. Best picture, like, I can't even believe that. I can't. No. Okay. Like, sure, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> was this, um, was this a tenure or five year? I can't remember. Oh, I have no idea. But, um, okay. This was in nine year. Huh? Okay. All <laughs> right. Don't know what that means. Okay, so... The uh, awards, the, oh, good. The nominees for Best Picture are Philomena, Nebraska, Captain Phillips, The Wolf of Wall Street, Twelve Years a Slave, Her, Gravity, American Hustle, and Dallas Buyers Club. Hmm. Which is a strong year. Mm-hmm. They're pretty similar too. Some of them. Yeah. Amy mm-hmm. Adams shows up twice. Good for her. Uh, being in two Best Picture nominees. That's. I feel like for some reason, Gravity always comes up in our conversations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> me and Millie being Gravity supporters, number one Gravity yeah. stands. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this is... I haven't seen Nebraska, I'm going to be honest. Maybe I will, I eventually. Um, I feel like a lot of these are like sort of the, the semi-serious line. So like her, The Wolf of Wall Street, American Hustle, and Dallas Buyers Club are like the movies that are about serious material, but sort of also not mm-hmm. and then 12 years of slave and gravity are like 100 percent serious and i think captain phillips and nebraska are too mm-hmm. yeah captain i don't know phillips why philomena was. is here <laughs> who has thought about philomena <laughs> is that like is that that um, judy dench movie yeah i, I think so okay yep. is it about her like finding her son or something yeah yeah i think so there's a few mm. films here that seem to be like they're based on real life um, yeah. yeah. Captain Phillips, 12 Years a Slave. Is The Wolf of Wall Street They're, based on. I think that's real. real life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even in um, American Hustle, they say some of this happened, and I'm like, did it though? Or is that just something you're saying for the movie? <laughs> yeah, the mayor got, like, conned or whatever. Oh, I okay. Think. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and I think uh I think it's so funny that we're going like some of this happened when like a few weeks ago we literally talked about Vice and me and Millie <laughs> we were like this movie is good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I think Vice works for me because it's very much talking down to me. <laughs> it's explaining things to me like I'm seven. Exactly. Or American Hustle is like, you guys are sophisticated adults. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I don't. No clue. <laughs> Draw it out for me. Um, let's talk about the acting nominations. So mm-hmm. for Best Actress, I think we've been through this year. Um, for yeah. We talked briefly about it for her. But we have Meryl Streep for August Osage County, Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine, Sandra Bullock for Gravity, Judy Dench for Philomena, and Amy Adams for American Hustle. Mm-hmm. Amy Adams is not getting this. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No chance. <laughs> yeah. My my win would probably be Sandra Bullock for Gravity. Um, mm-hmm. Gravity Nation, please rise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I'm not a fan of Blue Jasmine, but then, like, you know, I don't like Woody Allen, so, like, who does? But, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, out of that lineup, yeah, I'd probably say Gravity. I, I, d- I haven't seen Gravity in a while, so I don't really remember. Like, I, f- I feel like I, I thought it was a good performance. Like, I don't know. I don't remember it. Um, I definitely would think, yeah, that probably, or uh, Meryl Streep, just because that feels like something that the Academy would really like. Like, it's very, it's very showy. And I think, like, I like that movie a lot. I don't know. It just works for me. I think it was a good performance. I think it's better than a lot of stuff that Meryl gets praised for, honestly. So, I think it's better than Big Little Lies. (laughs) But, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that or Gravity, I think. Yeah. I mean, I just really like Sandra Bullock in Gravity. Mm-hmm. I think she's like that. That movie is just her, yeah, <laughs> in a green screen crazy. room, roaming around. Like the amount of stuff that she just has to come up with in her head, yeah. to mm-hmm. justify that. I mean, I know that's her job, but like, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> um, she's doing a lot. Um, okay, let's. Best supporting actress is R. Sorry, today I cannot speak. I don't know what's up with that. Um. <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o, 12 Years a Slave, June Squibb in Nebraska, Julia Roberts, August Osage County, Sally Hawkins, Blue Jasmine, Jennifer Lawrence, and Gonna Hustle. I only brought this up because we all know Lupita Nyong'o is going to win. Yeah, obviously. In, like, obviously. Like, there's yeah, absolutely no way. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely no way we're not. Uh, <laughs> any of us are going to go against that. Like, sorry to all the girls. Yeah. But... <laughs> that was deserved. Um, then best actor was... This is the Dallas, uh, Dallas Buyers Club year. So you have Bruce Dern for Nebraska, um, noted father of Laura Dern, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio of The Wolf on Wall Street. Um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Uh, is it Kai Weddle? IGO4 for 12 Years of Slave, Christian and Bill for American Hustle, Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just surprised Christian Bill made it into this lineup. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hard lineup. Yeah. I'm kind of Does surprised. Mean, like Christian Bale. Uh, sorry, you can. Sorry, go. I'm kind of surprised that Chiwetel Ejiofor did not win. Um, yeah. I haven't actually, I haven't actually seen Dallas Buyers Club, but I remember that there was, um, there was some like controversy around it. I think, but I remember it being like really big at the time. Um, but yeah, 
I don't know. Um, Christian Bale, he's okay. His thing is kind of like transforming. I mean, especially like around this time. Um, yeah. In Vice, he was like unrecognizable. That was him in Vice, right? <laughs> yes. Or am I just making that? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was like unrecognizable. So, um, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't really stand up against these guys, though. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not a bad performance, but yeah, no. Quickly, what other movies were this year? I'm trying to think. Twenty fourteen. I don't. This doesn't feel like a week year for the Oscars. It just feels like all the really good movies steamrolled. So like Twelve Years a Slave, mm-hmm. and Dallas Buyers Club, The Wolf on Wall Street. I keep saying Walls on Wall Street. It's of Wall Street, but um. <laughs> Those three movies, like, basically got everything. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like, And they're all, like, different shades of the same movie. Mm-hmm. Because they're all, like, about serious subject matter. Uh, all based on real life. Um, I don't know. It just feels like very one note. Which, I mean, happens in a lot of last year years. But I feel like it's really... It's really apparent in this one. Um, and then Best Supporting Actor was pretty much the um, same films Jared Leto for yeah. Dallas Buyers Club um mm. Bar- Barkhead Abdi for uh Captain Phillips Bradley Cooper for American Hustle Michael Fassbender 12 Years a Slave and Jonah Hill for The Wolf of Wall Street so yeah like those yep. films kind of dominate the Oscars mm-hmm. that year and I think they're all on some level good movies mm-hmm. But I, you know, I like variety. Um, and then, uh, briefly, for original screenplay, you have Nebraska, her American Hustle, Blue Jasmine, and Dallas Bars Club. Good job for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not the biggest fan of that movie, but I like when the Academy tries to do something different. Mm-hmm. Beyond, mm-hmm. beyond just direct, not directing, just nominating Woody Allen for whatever the fuck he puts out. Yeah. And then... Best Direction, American Hustle, The Wolf of Wall Street, Gravity, 12 Years a Slave, Nebraska. Are we surprised? Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, all of these movies are longer than what I would like to watch in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I say this every episode, and then I immediately have to bring up the fact that Dogville is my favorite movie, and that movie is over three hours long. Oh my god. <laughs> so, the duality of man. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. I'm I'm actually quite glad I didn't watch this when this came out because I think I would have had like severe um, overexposure to this type of movie. Mm-hmm. Like I think this year is really interesting because I think um, a lot of uh, studios have pushed back their more uh, public, I guess, like audience-friendly movies. They have pushed back to 2021 um, in the hopes that theaters open up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this year we have like really interesting. Not completely experimental, but like, you know, just movies that are willing to take some sort of risk um, and figure out if it pays off. Uh, and I think it's going to be an interesting Oscar race. I mean, all the movies that I've seen so far that have are in the running this year are really... If, even, if they're not, if it, even if I don't necessarily like them, I can appreciate the fact that they're really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. But for like a moment there, from like, I want to say 2012 to 2016, we were getting the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. repackaged. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I feel like, yeah, pretty much. Other than, like, Birdman, which won. And, like... Yeah. But everything else, yeah, it was, like, fairly big names. Like, some sort of 
real life aspect or some sort of like transformative role like a lot like a fair amount of money made yeah 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 there was a lot of like space themed movies like questioning existence (laughs) and that kind of thing like what's outside of earth like i feel like existential yeah in that period like i just i went to the cinema for so many like films that were either set in space or like you know, science fiction-y kind of things, or or were, like, based on real life. Well, that was, like, the mm-hmm. two big, I guess, like, genres that stuck out. Yeah, and I think, um, like, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot to unpack from last year's Oscars, <laughs> um, but I think the fact that Parasite so, won so many of its categories, and, like, although I'm not a fan of Joker, I think it's super interesting, that movie's awards trajectory. Yeah. And just... Mm-hmm. I don't think that movie is good. No. But I think <laughs> the fact that Joaquin Phoenix has an Oscar for a DC movie of all things yeah. is fascinating. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the yeah. layers to that. Fascinating is a um, word that you could use, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and I think, hopefully, hopefully that things get more idiosyncratic as the years go on. I mean, it's, it comes in waves, because there's that 90s indie wave, then it went out, and then we got a bit of it in the late 2000s, and then it went out. Mm. Um, and now it, it seems to be back. Let's Hopefully. hope it stays that way. I don't know. I don't know. And like a lot of the Oscar baby movies this year aren't really in the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. At least, I mean, they might end up getting nominated for Oscars, but at least not in the public conversation, you know? Like uh, The Father, News of the World, um, Ammonite was a flop. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Sir <Saoirse> Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, I think the things that have prevailed have been really, I don't know, just interesting. I feel like people yeah. are like getting bored of Oscar baity things. It's like it's so recognizable now. It's like, um, I don't know. It kind of takes something away from the film for me. Like when I watch mm-hmm. a film, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is clearly they're just doing this for like awards, that kind of thing. I'm like, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are becoming wise to that kind of thing. So maybe. I don't know, maybe that's kind of out of the, like, um, popular kind of thing to do. I don't know. I hope, like, more indie films kind of, you know, get more attention. But, yeah. Yeah. And I think this this movie is really good. It's very indicative of a certain era in Oscars, which was, like, movies that are about serious subject matter that don't take themselves too seriously and also have an all-star cast. Mm-hmm. you know because like, the like big short. when most of it yeah the big shorts the wolf on wall street is like this um vice mm-hmm. uh is like this yeah um there's a bunch of them right and i think uh i think when we think of oscar bait we think of or at least when most people think of oscar bait they think of like that super um like what's the word um like super like tearjerkery movies yeah. mm-hmm. that are like super saccharine and mm-hmm. um like are feel manipulative right? Yeah. But I think that this sort of second subset of Oscar bait movies is more pressing of a concern to me <laughs> because it's like, God, like <laughs> I've seen enough of these. Yeah. Um, it's just trying to like check all the boxes. Like, they're like, oh, what would they look for? And they kind of like go down the list and like, oh, we've got that. Yep. Like, and <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, okay. I've seen this film <laughs> yeah. like five times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I watched recently, I recently watched Boy Erased, and around a year ago, I watched Lion. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, both of these movies are really good. And I think, I think they, they're undermined by the idea that they're Oscar bait, right? Yeah. But when you watch the movie, they're, they're exploring some interesting ideas. I think the performances are really good. And it's not that Oscar bait tearjerkers don't exist, but I feel like that label, I don't know, really hurts. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling right now. I just <laughs> no, think- No, I know what you that mean. I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think American Hustle, um, although on itself, is, I wouldn't consider it like a terrible movie, but it, I think it's an accumulation of a lot of dubious things. One of the main David Russell's career. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I um, don't know. It just feels like very, very ambitious, and that's good. Like, it could have been way worse, but they should have just, you know, cooled it. Like, you don't need to include everything you want, David. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do we have any final thoughts before we go into our ratings of the movie? Do you guys think there's, like, a thesis or, like, like, because I kind of decided what I think of it after, like, a million viewings, but, like, this movie kind of doesn't have, like, a coherent message, I don't think, anyway. Mm, no, it doesn't. Um, I think, I think the thesis is that of many other or at least the attempted thesis is that of any, like, a lot of other um, heist movies, which is, like, hey, but the underdog who's been, like, under their thumb the entire time is actually the one that's, you know, wins. You know, like, it's just, like, an underdog story, mm-hmm. which is, I think, most heist movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I really... I don't feel like I'm rooting for them beyond the fact that I always root for the Amy Adams character. Like, <laughs> True. Of course. I don't know. Yeah, but this yeah, is kind seen... of different. Sorry, you go. <laughs> no, you Sorry. go. No, no, I you go, go first every time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I see people say that it's, like, about the American dream, mm-hmm. and I feel like if that was the the attempt that it was so poorly executed, like, yeah. this movie feels so <laughs> insular to these specific characters to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... The American dream thing is just a thing people say. Like, <laughs> any movie that takes place in America is about the American dream. Like, <laughs> true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so any other thoughts? Um, no. Just appreciation, appreciation for Amy's wardrobe. That's that's all. That's yeah. my last thing. Mm-hmm. You know. they, they really said Amy Adams is going to look great. Yeah. <laughs> Even if... If her accent's shitty, she's gonna look amazing. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Who cares? <laughs> There's actually like a like a strong negative correlation. The worst Amy Adams accent is, the better she looks in the movie. <laughs> so she looks her accent in Junebug is really good. Yeah. She looks terrible. <laughs> oh. um, her uh her accent in Sharp Objects is really good, but she looks awful in that movie. Justifiably so. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's my newest theory. Um, for $10 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon, where I just talk for two hours about my various theories I have about actresses. Can't Um, wait. (laughs) Well, if this is, if we have exhausted every talking point about this movie, which we, I think, have, um, we can go to our ratings. Uh, so every week, we rate our movie from one Oscar to five, um, Five being, this movie deserves all the nominations and all the wins. And one being, we have to forget about this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, Alexa, since you're our guest, would you like to 
rates this movie first? Oh my goodness, this is hard. Um, I think it's at like three, but like for me personally, because I just love it, I think it's like four. And I think Jennifer Lawrence should have like 15 Oscars for that science oven part. (laughs) I just love it. And you're right. You're so right for that. Um, (laughs) Millie, what about you? Um... I'm going to give it a two. I know that's quite low, but I feel like there are some areas where I could see it winning an Oscar, maybe costume or like hair and makeup. Um, But I think just because of the year, like the other films that it came up against, um, it's really just not that strong when you look at it in terms of the other films. And I mean, it's just, it's not that strong of a film in general for me. Like, Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a two. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree and go with a two. I just think I'm not like upset that it got Oscar nominations, yeah. but I also don't think that I would have been upset if it didn't get Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, Quite honestly, uh, not to sound harsh, but this movie has had no impact on my life. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that it exists is the most interesting thing to me (laughs) about this movie um and the second being amy adams and her terrible accent Uh, um you know i'm a nicole given stan because i all i bring up are wigs and accents so true (laughs) yeah uh i have two two mindsets anyway but yeah i don't think like it's fine it's it's a good movie at best it's a mediocre movie at worst i don't think it's like it doesn't fall too high or too low on either scale Mm -hmm. um which is Honestly, I don't feel any type of way about it, so I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> also, uh, sorry, this is... I know we were supposed to be, like, ending at this point, but um, I'm on IMDb trivia, and uh, Jeremy Renner and Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence are fifth cousins. Which, what? That's weird. Hmm. But, like, isn't everyone fifth cousins? <laughs> <laughs> like, True. True. Like, I... What a weird... I don't know... Um, hmm. just found a, a bad fact that I'm not going to uh, oh, no. say on here because why put that into the universe? Oh well, now I'm curious. <laughs> well, I'll say I'll say it once we start recording. Cause it's a little, I don't know, <laughs> problematic. <laughs> it feels Probably. a little problematic. Ooh, I don't know if okay. it actually is. Um, Amy Adams and director David Russell have the same birthday. Oh. God, fair enough. <laughs> and that's. I can't find anything else. Um, there was some controversy over Jennifer Lawrence being paid less for oh, this yeah. movie. Oh yeah, but then I vaguely remember that. So, someone did the con like the calculations, and they were like, actually, if you actually do it by the number of days that they bu- everyone shot, she was actually getting paid twenty thousand dollars more per day than the male actors. That was. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. I know nothing about the industry. I'm just here to watch movies. Yeah, that's <laughs> a Amy Adams. Someone's going to yeah, be in your uh, DMs canceling this podcast. Oh my god. I'm surprised um, they haven't already. No offense. That person <laughs> will be Deborah Messing. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, I think that's going to be our episode for today. For this week. Um, All right. Alexa, do you have anything to plug? Mm, do I have anything to plug? Everybody that likes WandaVision, go stream Afternoon Delight. 
Absolutely. <laughs> we have to, I'm trying to figure out a way where we can do Afternoon Delight. Maybe we'll do a Catherine Hahn season. Because that movie, that movie is such a rich text. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we, we need me to unpack it any further, but I would. <laughs> Well, just in a different medium now. Oh, exactly. Oh, I love your vision. Yeah. V vision. No. If we- <laughs> You've heard of WandaVision, now get ready for it. Okay. Um, but yes, that movie, everyone go seek it out. Um, we might just do a Catherine O'Han episode specifically for that. Um, no, genuinely, I, that, I think about that movie. So I know that I don't tweet about so it. That means so much to me. <laughs> like literally <laughs> it like I don't know I have a lot of thoughts anyway not the episode for that I digress um, we all digress This is the, <laughs> like the entire podcast is just me and Millie I guess going off into god knows where um anyway yeah I always ask people to plug things because I, I like you know as like a courtesy but no one has anything ever to plug. <laughs> True. We're all I don't embarrassed of our social media presence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> True. Do not follow me. Exactly. Yeah, no. Um, anyway, if you like the podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. Um, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts really helps us uh, with visibility. You can follow the podcast at Where's Her Oscar. Millie and I will not be plugging our Twitter <laughs> usernames. <laughs> Um, out of respect for our dignity. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, but if you would like to follow me on Letterboxd, my Letterboxd is I-M-V-E-E. I'm V. All the good usernames were taken, so that's what I have right now. And I'm too lazy and too broke to play for pro, so. <laughs> um, yeah, if you like this episode, hit that subscribe button. Uh, why did I make that sound like a YouTuber? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, I think, I think I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>